The early reviews of the iPhone 11 are out. Are Apple's new phones winners? Apple Arcade is here. Plus, your hot takes. That and more are all in this episode of the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola, here with Life Johnson. Hey, yeah. And Michael Simon. Hey, guys. He's on Skype on the East Coast. Uh, we're doing this podcast live on Twitter. If you got any comments or questions, let us know on Twitter, and we'll take a look at those, and we'll, I'll try and uh, keep an eye on their Twitter feed and chime in with your guys' comments or questions. We're talking about the new iPhone 11. Early reviews came out the other day. We got yesterday. Yesterday, we got in the pros and the eleven, the non-pro, I guess. Yeah. We've only we've had them less than twenty-four hours, and I have to admit, even though I had this overnight, I didn't get a chance to kind of like go out and like exploit its features or like like play with the camera and things like that. Nightmare. Uh, so I've been just kind of it's been with normal use for me. Thought we just talk about the early reviews at first and the early reviews are very positive about you don't say the phones it seems, seems like so. the only time i ever remember there being a negative early apple review was with the uh, series 3 watch when the cellular lte there was a bug oh yeah and that affected everyone's connectivity other than that apple is so good at this game like they know they're going to send out a good product. They know they're going to send it to the people who are going to write 17 million words on how great it is. <laughs> and and that's it. Like they're just I mean they, they, this game they've they've played it and they've manipulated it and they just it, it you, that's what you're going to get. And most of the negative I just cuz I most of the negative stuff is people saying that uh yeah, it, you know, you you might not need to need to upgrade cuz it's it's not it's not that huge of an upgrade, but it's still a great phone. Yeah. Yeah, which is, I mean, that's a normal criticism. You know, I mean, uh, the, the the New York Times especially did a, they did a whole thing on, you know, if you, uh, if you have an iPhone 6. I thought you were like, like taking a you probably don't first. need to update, which is, no. like, that's a little crazy. Yeah. I, mean, I think if you have an 8, you can consider it. If you have a 7, you can certainly consider it. And even if you have a 10. Yeah. Roman, what do you I'm, 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 I'm holding the cameras. I'm holding the phones up to the cameras so the people in the audience can see. I should probably get a little closer, but go ahead and keep talking. All right. But yeah, so the, the New York Times said that if it was a, if you have an iPhone six, yeah, or six S, you should upgrade. Other than that, you might want to hold on to it. And you know, a that's a testament to just how long these phones retain their not just their value, but their speed and their conditioning. I mean, I can think. Uh, a year ago, two years ago, if I have an Android phone, I'm I'm probably going to tell you to upgrade. Yeah. They just they, they don't get updated. They're slow. They're sluggish. They pick up you know all sorts of of um, you know temporary files that need to be cleaned out. Like this, it's 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 not a fun experience. Yeah. With an iPhone, you know, pretty much an iPhone from two or three years ago, you're going to get the latest software. It's going to run well. You might have to go into iTunes and delete that other category, but other than that. You know, it's 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 a it's still going to be a solid phone. Uh, I need to quickly apologize to the audience because oh. the uh, camera, uh, Adam, our producer, set up the camera, and I think the focus is fixed. Oh. So me holding up the phone oh, was just a blurry mess. <laughs> yeah, it's. Fixed. I thought I was doing a, a service to the to the viewers, but it <laughs> turns out I was just showing them blurry mess. Nice. I, I apologize. So uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Mike. 
But, they they yeah. look better in person. So. Yes, <laughs> they do look beautiful. I was surprised, especially by the the pros, how good they look. I I would you, I would honestly recommend if um, looking at our unboxing video yesterday, we re actually did went into a lot of detail about the body and stuff, and I think we said some good and important things on that. Um, but we, know, we we talked about this or be, before the phones were released. We talked in depth about that camera uh-huh. array and how in pictures it looked like garbage and it's not gonna. Apple has this has has a way of taking what you see mm-hmm. and somehow making it palatable. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure how they do that, but you know, w- w- whenever we see those early release pictures, no matter what phone it is, yeah. we're always like, yeah, I don't know, those antenna lines are ugly, that camera array is ugly, but you know, they send it through their their machine milling or whatever the heck they do to it, and you know, it always ends up looking good. I originally, you know, I was one of the people that thought that was ugly as sin, and I thought about writing an editorial about that and everything. But you know what? Seeing it in person, it's That's already kind of growing on me. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they 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 know what they're doing with industrial design. They just they 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 got it down. Yeah, right. Well, For example, thing- if you look at the Google Pixel Four, which isn't out yet, but Google has already shared images of it. Yes, it looks like crap. It's the same. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's a square array in the top left corner, but it looks, you know, it doesn't look like a, like a, like a Here's nice thing. Sorry. It doesn't, <laughs> doesn't look like something that, that you'd want to buy. Yes. Yeah. I, I think the thing is now it's instantly recognizable from yeah. a distance. It's, you know, it's. To, it has, it's not even sell, It's not even being sold yet. Right. <laughs> right. It's not even. You already know that's the iPhone 11. Right. It, it's you yeah. know it's it, just like Apple typically does. There there was some marketing sense that went along with this design. Totally. Okay, I got a story for you guys. The other day here in San Francisco, I went to Blue Bottle Coffee, and I you know the it's not at a perfect fit, but as you can see here, I, this is the uh, iPhone XS Max, and I have an iPhone 11 Pro Max case on this, and just because I was f- sick of my old case, and I uh, I walked in there, I was in there for about 30 seconds. Now, granted, this is San Francisco, so people look out for that kind of thing and so it was is that the new iphone because they could see that square on the top of it so that shows you how instantly recognizable that is and i was like no it's just the case <laughs> but yeah i mean to, to be fair anything apple could put anything on the back of their phone and it's going to be recognizable because it's apple yes but yeah, it, it's definitely it's a it's a it's a unique feature they emphasize the camera lenses they don't have to be so bulbous but they made it like that to you know to show you that they're they're better and they're improved and they're professional grade or whatever they whatever the reasoning behind it is. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's definitely like you when you see the top of that phone, you know it's an iPhone even before you get to the Apple book. Yes, yeah, and that's another good reason why they went ahead and bumped down the logo a little bit. They kind of you know yeah, making a little bit more recognizable. Sure, it doesn't crowd the top of the phone like that. Also, to let people know that of the samples that I'm holding up. Uh, these are these were provided by Apple, and they gave us clear cases. So if they look a little different to you, that's, that's why they have clear cases on them. Because 
I'm not thirty-nine dollar clear cases. Yeah, yeah, and they are smudgy. You watched that unboxing video in, in like five seconds. It was just dirty as heck, and I left it on there. I didn't even try to clean them up because I wanted y'all to see that how dirty they got. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go go get a clear case from some other company. There's, yes. there's, there's a lot of them out there. You don't need to spend top dollar to get one from Apple. Because I was comparing this one. I believe it's from Case to Fight. No, this is uh this is totally yeah. And what same thing doesn't get dirty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it gives you an idea. Yes. Yeah, totally. Uh, total is good their cages are super thin you won't even know it's really on there yeah so the reviews early reviews are very positive about the new phone yeah people say the camera's great the speed's great the uh the, the battery particularly was really called that as being a massive improvement mm-hmm. yeah the battery there's there's a lot more battery in these new phones in the in the pros particularly yeah part of it is that as i was told by apple part of it was when they removed 3D Touch, right. it left some space in the uh, phone for them to increase the battery size. But Plus they're slightly thicker. Yeah, they're slightly thicker. But also, they wanted. They also emphasized to to, to me that there's you know the bat. They worked on the battery battery chemistry. They worked on software optimization. Uh, they worked yeah. on hardware optimization. So while a bigger battery may have a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. There's also these other things that went into increasing the battery life overall. Yeah, but um, it did increase quite substantially. There's um there's a spec article floating around. It's not quite a teardown yet. Yeah. But uh, people are saying that it's gone up um, 23% in the Pro Max, and I think around 19 or 20% in the in the uh, Pro, which is that's that's significant. Yeah, I believe there was a report. I don't remember which site had it. Uh, Apple has to file documents, government documents with China. Right. And those documents specifically said, I I think they specifically said the actual size of the batteries. Yeah, Yeah, it it was just under 4,000 milliamp hours for the Pro Max. I don't remember what it was for the Pro. Yeah. But that's, that's, that's big. That's like Galaxy Note 10 big. Right. Yeah, I don't remember the the jumps, but they were big. Yeah, so for I, Apple, that's huge. I mean, they're usually putting in the smallest battery they can, and as Roman said, using all those optimi- optimizations to get to you know eighteen or so right. hours. Mm-hmm. And right. this time they did both. Yeah. They gave you a bigger battery plus, and you know, for a phone to get four to five extra hours of battery in a generation is that's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. Yeah. I, I, and I, I read somewhere, I think it was like between 20 and 25% more battery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah. I didn't do the math. So. Especially on the max. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. It's crazy to think that you take away half a millimeter or a millimeter and it, you, it could get that much more. But that's what we're talking about. I mean, it, these these phones are so crammed with tech specs and, and chips and that, you know, that little difference, taking away the 3D touch engine... Mm-hmm. Really makes a, a, a you know and yeah. allows you to add that much more battery. And to be honest, I don't think anyone's going to miss 3D touch. No. Yeah, yeah. I mean haptic touch is still there or, yeah. or replaces it. Yeah, so. just all, all that enforced touch too. It's like come on, yeah. Yeah, yeah we never it never really caught on the way it should have. Right. right. It's just you know it's 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 fine to see it go. It was a, it was a good try. And 3D touch yeah. wasn't on the iPads, so there right. was some inconsistency there. So also developers true. were like hesitant mm-hmm. to implement it because of the inconsistencies and like i said i've been using the 11 the non-pro it feels faster i don't i just took benchmarks of it from geekbench 
and I did, but I didn't get to compare it to the to the XS, mm-hmm. so I didn't get a chance to look okay. at that. Uh, I'm sure it's a little bit faster. Yeah, so I'm sure it's. I mean, they all have the same processor. the The performances might be very similar. I would assume so. Apple doesn't generally, you know, overclock or anything like that. No, like it is. No. Yeah. Uh, what else can we say? What What else did the uh, early reviews point out? I mean, the cameras. The Cameras, the cameras, obviously the, mm-hmm. the big things. Yeah, yeah. Night, night mode. People took you know sample shots, and it looks it looks very impressive compared to, you know, the Google Pixel Three, which is kind of the, the 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 gold standard here for that type of technology. It looks like Apple really kind of came out of the gate firing. Like yeah. it looks really good. In some cases, better than Google's because Google kind of brightens the whole scene, and in some cases, looks a little unnatural. Mm-hmm. But from what I've seen in sample shots, I'll, I'll be getting mine on Friday. But from in samples, it looks like Apple both brightened, you know, the parts of the scene that you would want to see, but still preserved things like the night sky and shadows and things like that. Yeah. On our Twitter feed, at Darth Anubis okay. said, "It's a camera, not a phone." When does 5G get here? It's not time for 5G, <laughs> dude. Yeah. 5G yeah. is, you know, <laughs> I think the media has done a pretty good job at trying to tell people it's not ready. 5G is not ready. It's just not mm-hmm. in wide enough distribution. Mike, you even wrote some stuff about it. Yeah. Uh, a, a lot of other me- media outlets have done things about it. The problem is that, you know, people aren't necessarily tuned into those media right. outlets. But they see the marketing that's out yeah. there, and the marketing uh, I, is I, out there. And Apple is doing a service by not including five G. Now, right? I will say I don't necessarily agree with it. The best argument I have heard in favor of putting five G on here is that people don't, you know, a lot of people don't trade in their phones every year and stuff. They hang onto their phones for years, and so if they get their eleven Pro, they'll have five G ready to go. And this, but it's not that it's not that simple. Yeah, I don't. I know it's the, not. The the five G modem that Apple would put in there now uh-huh. would not be as capable as the one that they're going to get next year. It's that the speeds wouldn't be there. It would overheat. It would it would degrade battery life because the technology isn't there. I, I've seen it on phone on the phone that i've tested Mm -hmm. i lost 25 or something like that i forget the exact number i I wrote it in my article 20 something percent more battery life using 5g over 4g oh that's not something that you want it's not you it's better to wait even if you don't get it next year wait a year because honestly it's not going to be that prevalent uh, prevalent next year either Mm mm-hmm these networks are still being built out, right. and for Apple to add it just to just to add a, a line in the tech specs and a, and, a, and a marketing tag, yeah, it would it would be doing a disservice to its to its users. You know, I I really think this is right now one of those things where everybody tries to get something else, and you you see, especially from Samsung, where they do those ads like, the, "Can your iPhone do this?" And this yeah. is like one of those features, but. <laughs> Yeah, even Samsung, they have a separate version. It's, mm. There's the Note 10 Plus and the Note 10 Plus 5G, which is an extra $200. Yeah. And, you know, if you want to spend that money, no one in the U.S. should, but overseas, yeah, there are places that, that have it. If you want to spend that money, fine. But the modem that you're getting, it's not integrated. It it, it, it drains battery. It, it heats up the phone. It's not going to be as, as, as fast as the ones that are... Even that even the ones that, they've, that Qualcomm has announced that are coming out next year are already better. 
You're not missing out on anything by not having 5G, I don't think. Yeah. Back to the cameras. I'm really excited to try out the wide angle lens. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So. When the uh, event happened last week, there were a lot of, we got, saw, I saw a lot of responses of people saying it's the eye camera, not the iPhone, because they emphasize the camera so much. The thing is, the, the camera to a lot of people is yeah. the most important mm-hmm. feature of these devices. I mean, isn't that what yep, Google so. does? That's, that's what the, our camera is so much better yeah. than Apple's. That right. was their whole thing. You know, and, all the social networks, you know, people, Instagram and things like that, use their photos and videos. It's it's a very important part of the of the phone. Yes. I mean, what um, what else? I mean, what else could Apple bring to the table? The three things you want are battery life, speed, and a good camera, and they brought all three. Yeah. yeah. Like what yeah. what else could what, like what are we waiting for? Hologram projections. Man. <laughs> you know, besides 5G, well, that's the thing. Things that are coming down the road. I mean, I, I, I think that it's they, they nail the three things that they had in there. Yeah, that, that's the thing. I was like, okay, so you want a better phone? So what does that entail? 5G. Okay, then what else? What else yeah. does that entail? I, I don't know because it. Yeah, I don't I think of software. That's why I don't phones. <laughs> right. I would like a new design, and there's rumors that there's one that there's one coming. I mean, yeah. it's, it's only been three generations, but the the notch feels a little stale at this point and it would be nice to see them do something different sure right maybe folding but that's not ready we samsung proved that it's been like three years dude we're just not there yet so <laughs> apple said we're going to focus on the things that we can control and can do and they did yeah. you know if you don't want to buy it you don't have to if you have an iphone 10s there's no reason to upgrade uh speaking of speed I know that was kind of a reach in terms of a <laughs> segue. Uh, I just read Geekbench 5 on the iPhone 11. It got a single core score of 1330, a multi-core score of 3504. Um, I need to see how that compares against other, uh, yeah, against it, an iPad. Five haven't run. We that just recently came out, so all of our scores are in Geekbench yeah. 4, which yeah. is a vast different. Uh, process. We yeah. were talking about that. We got to redo it all. Yeah. <laughs> According to the none, none of the scores, none of the scores match up, or they're not even close. <laughs> According to the uh, scores that Geekbench has on on its in its own files, the iPhone 10s had a single core score of 1106. Right, so and yeah. a multi core yeah. score of 2663. Yeah. So it's like 15, 20 percent. It seems like, which and is kind of. That's fine. Yeah, it's kind of what I, I expected. It's quiet. Yeah, no, I I, I was going to say something and I totally <laughs> blanked. I'm sorry. So, so these are the these see these are the things that get edited out. It's usually me <laughs> pausing because I don't know what I'm saying, or it's me stuttering and something like that. And, and yeah, you, it, it yeah. takes us like four hours. To do it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, Peter Cleefy on Facebook says, why change a phone every year? Well, I mean, people, that's true. People ha- aren't changing their phones every year. See, that's what I said. I don't know if you heard me. When Mike said the notch was getting old, and I said, it's like three years old, dude. Yeah. Uh, no, it is, but it, yeah. the, the, the pace that this stuff moves and changes. Know. Yeah. You know, it's it's that that that's how it is, and you know, think about it. So the iPhone, iPhone 3, iPhone 3GS, yes. and then the iPhone 4 changed it iPhone 4, iPhone 5, iPhone 5S, the iPhone 6 changes. About three years is our attention span. I'll be we honest. Get, we get bored. <laughs> See, the board, I I am so sick of that 
touch ID, you know, bezel design of the iPads, and you know that's just getting so old at this point. Yeah, the pros, the pros changed it. You know, you yeah, they gotta, did. We got to spend a little more money to get it. That's all. A lot more. Huh? <laughs> a lot more. Money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you change your phone every year based on what your priority is. Yeah. So, it, and my know, priority is camera. So, so you're gonna. I mean, it, yeah. I, I, I do agree. I think that the every twelve month cycle is. Is it's crazy? Yeah, I mean the yeah. fact that we Apple has to wow us and Samsung and Google has to come out with something that that takes these these jaded people and and, and, <laughs> and wows them and I I encounter myself among them. Yeah. I mean that it's a it's an unsustainable pace. Yeah. On the other hand, who's going to be the first one to say you know what there is no new phone this year? Yeah. This right. is it. Right. I mean, it, yeah. to, to do that could be disastrous. Apple is doomed. It's gonna be. It's gonna be several years before Apple can, or anyone can do that. Yeah, you I know, agree. because like for instance, Apple has. It took how many years before Apple could do that on the Mac? Mm-hmm. They yeah. used to come out with a Mac every year. Now they tend to come out every two years. Well, it depends. It comes out when they feel like. Yeah, that's right. That's really. true. <laughs> you know, but they, uh, they kind of like you know when it's ready. Certain and models. It's just a new processor. Yeah, certain models are updated every two years. Like the iMac Pro hasn't been updated. It's been over two years, nearly two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And before that, the iMacs were kind of on a two-year cycle. But it's been how many years since those computers have been out? Over 20, 25, 30, 30 years. Oh, yeah, 30. So. It's you know we're gonna along that, those lines. It's gonna be a long time, and at, by then Apple has would have moved on to whatever the new hot thing is. I don't know if it's the watch or whatever, but yeah, I mean the trying. watch. If if we want to just switch over to the watch reviews, yeah. no, see, I, I, you, I haven't. You read uh, you haven't, read my uh, mind because that was I was setting up was for the segue. I, I stole your transition. <laughs> <laughs> The watch, uh, Apple Watch Series Five, there's, it, it's not a, it's not a huge upgrade. There's a always-on display that people say are great, and I, I haven't seen it, but I'm sure I agree because I love using always-on displays with the Wear OS yeah. watches I test. Early reviews of the Apple Watch, new Apple Watch came out this morning, and they're positive, but they're also kind of like, as far as I can tell, they're mostly like, the big thing is the always-on display. Yeah. yeah. This seems like an up, an update if you're on like Series Two, right? Which I'm sure a lot of people are because they're not cheap devices yeah. to upgrade every year. There's no upgrade program like the iPhone, like you're buying it and then you're keeping it and then you're buying. Yeah, it. I have a Series Three. I'm thinking of go ahead and biting the bullet. Yeah. Okay, yeah, three, three. That's you know that's three, you know, t- uh, two generations. That's that's yeah. good. Uh, two, one, certainly. I mean, I don't know if anyone's using the Series Zero at mm-hmm. this point because you can't even upgrade to the new OS. Yeah. But I would recommend anyone from three earlier should consider it based on what I'm reading and what I'm seeing. What's most interesting, I think, about Watch uh, Series 5 Apple Watch is how close it is to being its own yes. device. Yeah. Without a, That doesn't need an iPhone. You know, I've been writing for as long as I've been writing that Apple should come out with Android support for the okay. watch. And I'm, well, I, I, I obviously I, I agree too because I wrote it, but. What, what I'm thinking now is, and I'll write this at some point, Roman, I promise, <laughs> that maybe they don't need Android support. Maybe it just needs to be an independent device. I wrote that. When you need, where, where you don't need anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was, that was mine. It was, it's time to, you know, to separate, to deliberate the Apple Watch. That was the actual piece, yeah. Yeah, so you don't need, like, you can do every, like, you don't need an iPhone or exactly. an Android phone. Yeah. 
it's 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 just I I, I, I want to say this uh it was you know if apple was worried of some like like privacy concerns of like android or something like that that separates it entirely yes. exactly right yeah, yeah exactly mm-hmm. right yeah and also you know you would get a, a slightly degraded system the only question is you need like a message system like like there's a lot to mm-hmm. it that needs to happen you know because a, a lot of that goes on with your iCloud account in the background but if they let you sign up for I, I mean I don't know how it would work I'd have to sit down and kind of flesh it out mm-hmm. but but it is extremely close with with the app store on the watch with LTE you know with the with the independence that it has now it's getting very close to being a device you can walk into and buy no matter what phone yeah. you have yeah, we're a few generations away, but that's the ultimate goal. Yeah, that's the ultimate goal. Uh, we haven't got an Apple Watch yet. We will get one in, and Mike will be doing the review. Hopefully, that ships this Friday. I think it does, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure um, it's coming to me on yeah. Friday or shortly thereafter. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's Apple Watch is so far ahead of the game. I'm, I'm, I'm writing an article about comparing the – the Generation 3, the Series 3 Apple Watch, so the Fitbit Versa 2 that just came out, now they cost the mm. same. And man, let me tell you, it is hard to beat an Apple Watch. I don't care how old it is. They're just so good. <laughs> They're so good. So the, the chief complaint out of the early reviews of the Apple Watch is the battery life. It's not not yeah. it's not it's that uh, it's, it's, it's the same. It hasn't really improved. Mm-hmm. It's the same. Uh, which... Well, it's improved in the sense that it can do an always-on display That's true. now. But yeah, it context. hasn't improved. Like people, people shut off the always-on display and got you know twenty to twenty-two hours, which is kind of what you could get before. Yeah, which is good. You know, don't get me wrong. You can get through a, a full day no problem with the Apple Watch, which is more than I can say honestly for some Wear OS watches. Mm-hmm. But when you look at something like the Fitbit Versa that gets five days. You're just like, man, I wish Apple could really have a breakthrough here where I could take it on a weekend and not worry about it. But it's just not yeah, there yet. It's not there yet. Also, the, the the charger, you know, it's it's not exactly small. Like, so you got to bring that big puck with you wherever you go. And, you know, this, so, like, like it's, if, if the iPhone Pro had that reverse wireless charging and the, the watch had three to five day battery life, mm. that's a that's a major reason to upgrade, yeah. I think. And one thing, Michael was talking about the yeah. puck, I would sometimes try to put that like on a regular wireless charger and it's really hard to get it to work. And so, uh-huh. yeah, so that that's the thing. It's like you, you do almost have to carry that thing with you. Yeah. yeah, so if you're thinking of getting that new Apple Watch, you know, you probably have to think of some way that you're going to have to charge it during the day. Yeah, it's it's something that you have. And if you want to wear it to sleep <laughs> using one of the third-party yeah. apps, you got to charge it probably before, before you, go, you go to bed or as soon yeah. as you wake up because you're not going to make it to the yeah. next day. Now, see, I don't use sleep tracking, but I often use my Apple Watch as an alarm clock because of the vibration. And uh, uh-huh. so, yeah, that's usually – that's often why I have it. So uh, it's helpful for that too. But uh, I usually just put it back on the charger when I get in the shower. It's enough. Yeah. I mean, there, there are ways to do it. You just got to yeah. think about it. I know people sleep with their watches on. I, I can't imagine – as I've said it before people on the podcast, I'm not a huge watch wearer mm-hmm. even though – I wear one for for work. He wears more than I do, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I feel obligated to wear one because I work for MacWorld. Uh, So I I can't even um, imagine putting it on. If I tried to sleep with it at night, I would be like, you know, 
I would you know instantly con- focus on it. I can't go to sleep because I got this watch on my wrist. It's uh-huh. a stupid. I wear thing. I wear mine. I wear mine pretty much every night, and maybe I'm just used to it. But yeah, it's not even a no, it'll, it'll be, it would be something I would have to get used to. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, I still I can't mean, imagine it. They're so light and comfortable. Like you, you know, once you lie down, you, know, you yeah. don't even notice they're there. Well, see, I, you know, the, the don't even notice it when you lie down. That's the way I am. However, the reason I don't wear mine as much is as a journalist, I spend a lot of my time typing and stuff. And I actually found that weight annoying <laughs> when I was, when I was, I found okay. it kind of distracting. And so I stopped wearing it. As yeah, much. that's funny. As someone who doesn't like wearing watches, uh, that does, that, that doesn't bother me. Yeah. Everyone's different. Yeah. <laughs> we all have our own yeah. things. So. Uh, looking at series five, it's interesting how, you know, I was saying before how Apple plays the reviews game so well. They also play the release game just as well. Like by by holding back features that aren't quite perfect, they 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 make sure now Series Six will probably have sleep tracking and a little better battery life. Series Seven maybe will have five day bet. Like like they 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 take those twelve months and they say, all right, we we're we're going to perfect one feature. Right. We're going to get this right. And that's going to be the thing that we, you know, that we sell. Last year's, Apple, uh, last year's iPhone probably could have had three cameras. They wouldn't have been this integrated in this right, good. Right. We, I, I saw it on Android phones. Like, they had three cameras, but they didn't really work together. They didn't do what these three cameras on the iPhone can do. And the same thing that we're seeing with the always-on display. You know, I use these Wear OS watches. It goes into like a, a almost like a digital mode. It shuts off all the color, and it looks like garbage. Yeah. Apple did it right. Yeah. They 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 dim the screen. They 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 don't tax the battery. Like it's just it's it's remarkable. I don't think Tim Cook or engineers or whoever it is gets enough credit for making sure that when they roll out a feature, you know, with with some exceptions, right. that it is it's it's best in class. Like they do yeah. it right. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes we got to wait two or three generations. That's like, why we never saw air power. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, honestly, I don't know why or how they announced it. Yeah, they should not have announced that. Yeah. But you're right. That's why we didn't get it. And if you notice, no one's really done that. Yeah. We have dual chargers. We, there's no one does a triple charger on the same mat that can yeah. send stuff to your phone. Like, it's, just, it's just not possible right now. What is possible if you have the <laughs> iOS 13 beta? Part one is you can um, try out the Apple Arcade, mm-hmm. uh, which goes officially live this Friday. I think it's Thursday, or is, or is it tomorrow? There's, yeah, is it tomorrow? Thursday. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, tomorrow's the 19th. Yeah, okay. But our own life Johnson was able to get access to it, gave it a roll, and he uh, posted an article late yesterday. It's on our website right now about the 53 games that he tried out on apple arcade that were available that were available there's more now of course 64 now Now it's 64 and it's going to continue to rise but yeah life apple arcade what's your initial impressions of apple arcade well see that that you know that article grew out of a video and because we've been so busy here and our video guys have been so busy it's not up i don't even know if it's going to go up at this point which makes me sad but we sat down and we played every single one of those games and uh the nice thing is the thing that's report is with the little time that i spent with all of them they were really fun i i um you know 
nothing stood out to me like Donut County, you know, where it was like, this is amazing. I, I can't wait to get back and play this and stuff. But at the same time, they were all very fun. And, uh, you know, and I, and I say that nothing was amazing. Keep in mind, I spent like a minute most with these. We, we said 30 seconds, but sometimes I'd have to get past the tutorial and stuff like that. So, yeah. So, you know, first impressions matter. So we were making really, we weren't really judging, but I think we were making some snap judgments here. And... Uh, are you are you gonna pay for it? Uh, I, yeah, it's four ninety nine. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I said in my story is that it was nine nine. If it was nine ninety nine, I don't know. But four ninety nine, that's that's enough to get me on board. And uh, yeah. it's you know I, I need to test this. When I was looking at our FAQ today, I realized you know because I talked about the controller support when we were playing. I noticed that some were portrait oriented. You know, like you only play on the phone. Whereas this service is supposed to be able to be used with the Mac. It's supposed to be used with the Apple. TV, so I'm gonna see have to see how well that really translates. At least one of the games had motion controls, which I hate. I'm sorry. Is um is every game playable on every platform? That, that, that's kind of that's kind of basically what I meant in a roundabout way. Yeah, I, I need to check that. And uh, you know, if I were home with the Apple TV, that's probably what I would do. But I, I will go through and look at Mac today and uh, make some judgments because I, I know you know that there were some that seemed distinctly mobile you know so because okay. uh, apple promised um well they announced that yeah you would be able to play them across all three platforms i really need to see how well that works and i need to see how extensive controller support is and i'll probably spend part of the day doing that but uh but yeah the, um you know a couple of months ago, I wrote this thing about how Apple, you know, there's so many, there are other gaming platforms out there, but Apple, you know, has done really well with very artsy-fartsy indie games. Um, they usually make some of the best-of lists in the App Store, and this is a good place to collect them all in one place, and you don't even have to pay that much. Uh, it's a, it's a, if you... If you're interested in games, but you you don't consider yourself like a capital G gamer, I think this is a good deal because they're all really fun games. You know, you 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 can you know if you want to spend some time just playing. Oh, I want to experiment and stuff. See, I used to enjoy buying uh, iOS games, and some of the best ones. I know there's a lot of free to play games. Some of the best ones, I say some most, are you you still have to pay for them. The thing is, those prices run from about three dollars to anywhere up to ten dollars, and sometimes up to 15 but that's very rare and uh that gets expensive that adds up and just 4.99 a month for 64 currently and ultimately over 100 that's a really good deal matter of fact it's so good i wonder how apple's gonna make these developers happy because they have to <laughs> you know they have to pay you know justify paying them what they would have made if they had just put the the game on the app store itself so and it's hard to judge that yeah well, I mean, the, the recurringness of it is yeah, nice. Yeah. Whereas if, you know, let's say a developer comes out with a real hot $5 mm -hmm. game, they'll probably get, you know, X number of subscribers in the first couple of weeks, and then it tails off considerably. That's true. This is a recurring monthly stipend, right. or whatever you call it, that they're going to get. So That often you know, happens. It could, it could add up to something mm -hmm. similar. Uh, could you go over a little bit of the just like the logistics? So when you sign up for it, you you need to use your Apple ID, mm -hmm. 
and then you uh, you do it through the app store. The, yeah. it, oh, okay. it, you're already signed into the app store. So what it is is at the you know you get, if you're on iOS 13, you'll go to the bottom of your tab and you'll see Arcade on there. This will also be true on Mac and stuff. And uh, you press on that. It'll ask if you want to start the free trial. You have a one month free trial, which is impressive in itself. And uh, and you put yeah, you know you do your your Face ID, Touch ID, and you pay for it and you're in. And it's a lot more intuitive than say Apple News Plus or something because you're just scrolling through games like you normally would you know on the app store itself but you know they're all free now and uh, so you just choose which one you want and you hit you press get and it'll automatically start downloading to your phone it is simplicity itself uh, I said in my story that you know um, actually I think I cut that part so I'm going to say that <laughs> but you know Apple, it's, it's, it's an example that Apple is finding its way with services. You know, Apple News Plus was really cumbersome and annoying. It had a very, you know, compared to Apple News, it had a very, you know, confusing interface. It wasn't clear how everything worked and stuff like that. But this, this it's almost like the, the normal apps app store experience it's just augmented and a lot of free stuff. Uh, well, you know, free uh, subscription stuff. And... I, I like that. I, I think it's it's very intuitive. There's really good stuff on there. You got places from Annapurna Interactive. You got a game from Konami in there. You got a game from Capcom. You got some really good stuff. And I think the more Apple does to attract those types of names, it could really do a lot to, to make it stand out as, you know, almost a platform like uh, Xbox or PS4. But the problem is... They're going to have to keep doing that, you know, and I think this is what they want. If they want, you know, the App Store to be, or Apple Arcade in specific to become something like Games Press covers or something like that, because that would really elevate mobile gaming if they did that. I think. Yeah, I'm going to have to sign up for yeah. that. So. <laughs> it's pretty cool. They also need to give it attention. Yes. If you look at Apple Apple News Plus, I mean, it was a wonky rollout. And they haven't really talked about it since. That was another thing we cut. So they, they, <laughs> yeah, they need to very quickly address any issues, and you know, because people are just going to say, "Well, I'm not doing this if it doesn't work. If games can't download, if you know they crash, whatever the case yeah. may be, this this needs attention, just like Apple TV Plus is going to need attention." Yeah, as well. the problem is that Apple does kind of have a history of releasing a yeah. service and not really doing anything like the multiple I mean there were a couple times when the, the iTunes had was it ping mm-hmm. ping was yeah. rough. Then, even dot mac was yeah so and they followed up was it there's, ping preceded by a similar service called something else I don't remember what or maybe it was I think it, it was like or was it after ping like I don't remember there were two well, versions there, of that service the, there was some like connect yeah that's why I said match like, yeah, an apple like, music yeah. launched yeah yeah and they and it kind of just languished it just they released it and not, yeah. didn't really do anything with it as far as i remembered so this could be big they have to do this i mean yeah and th- the thing is is you know you see there was a digital trends article and i know from personal game developers uh from personal that uh, okay since digital trends said this i'm going to go ahead and say it but they were pointing out that you know some developers didn't even know it was launching the other day or their games were going to yeah. be on it and w- months ago it was like after the announcement of uh, apple arcade uh you know 
I, I had one friend. He was PR, granted, so he wasn't like the top of the company. But he said, uh, I, we didn't even know our game was going to be an Apple Arcade until Apple said it on stage. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so they need to be really good at communication. Not only, you know, So it's not only you know communicating with the marketing and everything. They need to communicate with all these developers, too. And we know at Macworld that Apple is not always great at communicating. Yeah. So now it's time for our two-minute tip. It's a really simple one, actually, uh, with the release of iOS 13. Here's a simple tip. If you're going to upgrade, you should back up your device first. Because sometimes stuff happens when you upgrade, especially a major upgrade such as this one. So it's a good idea to back up your device first before you upgrade. I know it sounds kind of trite and trivial and stuff but it actually is a major step you can do to save some headaches Uh in case you do upgrade and stuff goes wrong it's something simple that you can do uh, perform an upgrade before you perform the upgrade back up your device yeah go into settings on your phone click click it's just a toggle if you you know you have you have five gigs on the iCloud or if you pay more yeah and it's it's super simple and that's true if you're getting a new iPhone on Friday yeah. as well. Well, one thing I'll add to that mm. is it's kind of funny that iOS 13, you know, is the one that's releasing. I mean, it's because it's the iPhone, obviously. But in my experience, I've been running all three betas this whole time, and iOS 13 has been the least stable one. Uh, it, right. it has really cleaned up in yeah. the last couple of patches, but iPad OS 13 and uh, Catalina have both been much more stable than iOS 13. Yeah. The, some of the reviewers, particularly uh, The Verge comes to mind, called out that it was a little buggy on their test units. And I think Apple understands this because in like less than two weeks later, iOS 13.1 yes, is coming yes, out, Yes, which presumably will fix something. That it's, it's very unlike Apple to knowingly release software that isn't 100% stable, but it seems like that might be the case. So if you have some apps that are crashing, it's probably not your phone's yeah. fault. So I have to wonder what they're going to release with because the Apple Arcade, at least on the beta, I have to say, would only run on 13.1. It would not run on 13. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So I, I was thinking I didn't get it on my iPad for some reason, and that was why it was still running iOS 13. Mm. I had to upgrade to 13.1. So I almost wonder if they're going to go know. right out the gate with 13.1. Well, based on what they've announced, that's not the case, but maybe... We've got one more hot take. Uh, this is from Matthew Lenig in regards. To- Wait, do, do we have any <laughs> hot takes? Yeah. <laughs> it's in regards to the iPhone 11. He wrote on Twitter, "The iPhone 11 weighs more than half as much as the iPhone SE, and it won't lie flat on the table." How is this progress? I read that comment. That's and a I actually, right? I, I, I'm sorry, I, I had to laugh at that comment because I'm not. I'm not sure we measure progress in. In weight, I mean, it's also twice the right. size of the they're, screen. They're kind almost. of not, there's there's almost an apples and oranges kind of thing going on yeah. there. So, I, I guess maybe his point is that we need a smaller phone, mm-hmm. or Apple's emphasizing design elements that are you know not up to his standards. I don't yeah. know. I don't think the wobbliness of the phone is is progress or not progress. Right, and considering that most people put cases on their phones, it's not yeah. really an issue. Yeah, I'd rather have a have a you know, kick ass camera that that doesn't lie flat on the table than a, a, a four megapixel flat one, personally. But that's just me, and it's not just Apple. Samsung phones have notches too, and so right. do Google phones. And I'm not 
is uh, uh, bumps. Sorry. No, I was just going to say if you know when uh, when your iPhone caseless iPhone is not laying flat on the table, what 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 does that what is that doing to you? Is it just bugging you because it isn't yeah. laying flat? I, I don't. Right. You know, sure, it's annoying, but there's no. It's, functional... well, it's only annoying until you try to touch the screen. <laughs> <laughs> if you leave it, there, I mean, if you're trying fun. to use the phone <laughs> on the table, like as a calculator. Maybe. Yeah. I, okay. I I I get that. Yeah. Okay. Just put a, put a sugar packet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I will say in favor of smaller phones that, you know, I've had like the the Max Plus models for a while now. And this year I'm actually going down to just the regular 11 Pro. And I was uh, resistant at first, but you know what? Now I'm kind of excited about it. So we will see if that excitement continues. So, But I am actually going down myself, but not to an SE. <laughs> And next year, there's rumors that everything is going to kind of change and swap with screen sizes where the iPhone 11 will have the smallest, the iPhone, uh, whatever it's called, 12 Pro will be a little bit mm-hmm. bigger, and the 12 Pro Max will be a little bit bigger. So they're going to kind of normalize or kind of stem the confusion of 5.8 being more expensive than the 6.1 inch one, which is very, still a very strange mm-hmm. choice because most people don't understand LCD versus OLED. They just say right, it's bigger right. and cheaper. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that just about does it for this week's episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 668. I'd like to thank Michael Simon for joining us. Thank Thanks you. to Leif Johnson. Thank you. I'd like to thank you, the audience, for tuning in. You can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, through SoundCloud, or on Spotify. If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com. Or contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us next week as we talk about the latest news and happenings in the world of Apple. See you all next week.